Hello and welcome to episode 10. Our Valentine's Day spectacular. Love is in the air. Ooh. Where are you looking around? <laughs> Not sure about that one. But yeah, episode 10 is the last episode of series one. Boo. Boo. But also, but also congratulations yeah. for actually sticking it out for yeah, 10 whole episodes. Thank you very much for um, listening to us. Oh no, I meant congratulations oh, to oh us. us. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah, but also us. Also well done, us, us. You know, we Pat did on it. the back. We did round. it for ten, 10 whole weeks or more. I know, um, this is the most committed. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. This is the most committed yeah. I've been to anything. To anything other than Bradley. Other than in my actual relationship. Yeah, with the love of your life. Indeed, and this is a special yep. now about love. For our last episode, we thought we'd do a special for Valentine's Day yeah. because as we record this, it's ne- this time next week. will be looming. The day of love. Do you yeah. know the history of Valentine's Day? I don't. Um, Saint Valentine. That is the history of Valentine's <laughs> right. Day. Right. <laughs> That's it. I don't actually. Probably don't invented by Hallmark to yeah. buy, sell more cards or yeah. something. Right. Um, Cupid. I don't know. No, but Saint Valentine's per- is a well, is a, a yeah. That is a person. Is a thing. So they must have something to do with right. it. Well, should have researched it really. We didn't we, have to. I didn't think I was going to ask that question, but it's the kind of random information that you have sometimes. Is you, knowledge yeah, about yeah. This stuff. I'm disappointed in myself to be honest yeah. that I didn't know that. But the way you said it was like I was going to go. Oh no! What what is <laughs> I that know, mystery? I, know. I let you then down. You were tell me. Have you got any nice Valentine's Day plans? I'm going to the pub. <laughs> So, Alone. Yes. <laughs> Going to the pub using a voucher your mum gave me. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, Jules, for listening. Best, yeah. Um, yeah, using a voucher to get a cheap meal at a pub <laughs> is my Valentine's Day. Is it a nice plans. pub? Uh, not particularly. No. <laughs> Just easy access. Just close. Close food, It means yeah. that we don't have to drive. And, do do and we can both drink. Presents? Which is important. Yeah, it is important to drink. Yes, that, actually, it? I got the best present. I told you about this, didn't I? Oh, that, okay. um, I'd made a bit of a mistake, although I maintain it wasn't my mistake, obviously. When I ordered it, which is I put accidentally his name on the address. No, so it got delivered and he just opened it, obviously, because <laughs> it was addressed to him and it was his Valentine's Day present. So, so he already knows what it is. Oh, yeah. But then he told me I have to buy him another one because oh. I ruined the surprise. Oh, okay. Um, and currently, as we speak right now, I have not done that. <laughs> okay. But who knows <laughs> what I've done between now and Valentine's Day. But listen to the present I got him, though, because okay, it was okay. really good. Yeah. Oh, wait, you don't like Game of Thrones. I do what I like. I do like it. Um, but this one was something from the last series. What is oh, it? you'll have you you're on the internet. You'll have seen it. I am on the internet. You know Hodor. Mm. You know the story of how mm. he got his name. <laughs> holding the door. Yeah. Ho- Hodor. Stupidest, stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got a doorstop that said Hodor oh, on it. It's not the most romantic <laughs> not of gifts. <laughs> It's nice. No, I'm not a very romantic person, if I'm honest. Are you not? No. Okay, well then that's not going to bode well for this podcast. (laughs) I was going to say for the Valentine's special. (laughs) Why are we doing this again? (laughs) I don't know. Just because I thought it'd be fun. Um, Well, as I've mentioned to you before, uh, Valentine's Day is my cat's birthday. 
Yeah. So I no longer have More to celebrate Valentine's Day. So I just celebrated it's birthday. Kaiji's birthday. And I'm missing it this year. I know, you could have come around. Could have done. Had a little cat party. Yeah. Oh, I'd have got him a little party hat. <laughs> you would have done. But it won't happen because you've got That's a relationship to look after. Um, you know that, like confetti bomb I gave you yeah. do you want to explode that in his face for his birthday <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'd love that <laughs> I think he wouldn't like the sound <laughs> or any of the he things. might like the confetti falling on the floor though he might like to bat it once, he's, once he's recovered yeah once he he's might. come out from under the sofa <laughs> yeah, once I've found he might him. like the confetti bomb yeah. something to think about I will think about that for okay. sure yeah other than that you know, I'd probably just like tell him I love him and then, okay, well that works as well. And then let him go out and meet his friends for a drink or whatever they do. Yeah, that'd yeah. be nice. Um, do you get him like a special dinner? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you do Lily's Kitchen? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah if I can Fancy. find it. Yeah. That's what he gets at Christmas. But I'm not yeah, here at same Christmas. with my cat. So I treat him. To he spends Christmas kitchen. Day on his own. So. Oh no, that breaks my heart. The least I can do. I, I know, know, and I think about him the whole time. I know, but I wonder what he's doing <laughs> on Christmas. Yeah. But I, to th- I think to cats, and this is my opinion, right. um, I don't think they really know what Christmas is. Okay, they might not know what Christmas They definitely know what their birthdays are, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, I mean, but yeah. Christmas, everyone no, that knows what their by. birthday is. Of course they do. But I'm not, I think cats might not know. celebrate the resurrection yeah. of Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah. in the same way that we do. Yeah. Birth of Jesus. I was going to say, I was about to say. <laughs> I don't think you know what Christmas is. I don't think I know what Christmas Does anyone? What's oh, the true God, meaning of Christmas? <laughs> so our Valentine's special, what, what I've done is originally I said I'd find a list on the internet, as we do, um, of chick flicks. Because I said mm-hmm. to you, I've seen IMDb, I've got a list of chick flicks, that would be interesting. But when I looked at the list, it was just so rubbish. And I realised <laughs> it was most popular, and IMDb's oh. most popular ones are the ones that people have been like looking at recently, I think. Oh, okay. Because like, right, Clueless so wasn't on it, what? as a chick flick. What? So that how is, can you justify okay. that as a list of chick flicks if you don't Straight even Straight away, I'll dismiss that out of hand. So, I mean, you know, and it's like, it's a whole other thing, because then it's like, what is a chick flick, mm. and how do you define this? Yeah. Mm. Have an interesting conversation. So, yeah, I think that's that. a whole other thing. So maybe one day we'll have a look at that. But because Valentine's Day, I was like, right, we'll find like romantic stories. So I looked mm-hmm. at quite a few different places for romance, and it was really hard because some of the lists were just the really boring, like obvious ones. Some mm-hmm. of them were like really obscure things. So I went with film four in the end, um, just choice. because it's got a mixture of different films in it so mm-hmm. some we definitely won't have seen some from other places other than Hollywood old, oh, cool. older ones etc etc so I'm just gonna go through it and then we'll just like discuss whether or not we, we like it or seen it or think it's romantic or, or have an opinion on it if we have any kind of opinion on it okay. um do you want to guess what number one is oh yeah I'm gonna do one to the end I think um Casablanca correct am I right yeah, yeah Casablanca huh. <laughs> go me. Well done, go me. me. Just end the podcast here. Yeah, Just end well it on. I'm right. Hi, and a high note everyone. for the end of the season. Um, yeah, Casablanca. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah, I think it is one of the most romantic and probably ones. one of one of the most popular yeah. as well across the generations. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Some when I was quite young, though, I think yeah. I don't know if I can really remember it all that well. Yeah, I remember thinking it was magical. Yeah, it is, I guess. Um, <laughs> and Humphrey Bogart is amazing. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen Casablanca, I 
think I told everyone to watch that in my rant about La La Land last week. <laughs> because <laughs> well. so, yeah. if you haven't watched it yet, what are you doing? Just You're not on. listening carefully enough. Um, number two is Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, that surprises me a bit because... Is it that romantic? I don't think it is. And I haven't I seen it that for romantic. a long time. But I, I really didn't like it when I saw like a, it. Like a key element. Well, well it is. It is. Yeah, I suppose. Doesn't, doesn't he throw a cat out the car <laughs> at one point? <laughs> or is that her? That's obviously the bit that you would remember. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> violence towards a cat. I suppose the romance between her and the cat is really beautiful. Yeah. But that's the love, not romance. I, guess I just I didn't like it when I watched it, but like I said, that was a long time ago. Yeah, I think I might no, like it yeah. more now. I think I I liked it. I, I only watched it quite recently, actually, maybe like last year or something for the uh, first time okay. ever. You did like watched it. Watched it in like a cinema outside somewhere. Okay, fancy. That's very fancy <laughs> of you. Yeah, fair <laughs> in an outside cinema thing yeah. um, with blankets, which I liked oh, very nice. about the blankets. Yeah. But I did like them. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I think that helped. Shout out to blankets. Shout out to film blankets. <laughs> yeah, but, I, mean, but I don't know if it's particularly romantic. I wouldn't put it in the top no. two of it. Uh, okay, Annie Hall is number oh, three. Oh no, I've never seen that. Oh, Annie Hall is very funny. I know people keep telling me to watch that. Again, as well. though, I don't think it's that romantic. I mean, That's, it is. Um, it's a romance story, I guess. Ooh, Woody Allen, isn't yeah, it? Yes, Woody Allen. Yeah. Um, I should watch that really. Yeah, yeah, I would recommend it. I think it's hilarious. I think it's brilliant. Okay. Unfortunately, it's Woody I Allen. thought it was more of a comedy. It, I, in my mind, it is rather than a romance story. I like mean, we were saying, yeah, we were saying like love is kind of universal. So you can have a film about love yeah. for anything or anyone. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be romantic. It doesn't love. have to be. But this yeah, is supposed to be relationship romance. Mm. Romance. Um, yeah. So Annie Hall's great. But not in my top. No, I wouldn't put it in my top. Well, I haven't seen it, so. <laughs> so probably but, but why. Yes, I wouldn't put it in um, When Harry Met Sally is number four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good film. I really like When Harry Met Sally. That's another comedy. Which is, well, yeah, I suppose that is. You yeah. can, yeah. yeah there is good have, love stories, isn't that's there? That's what a rom com is, isn't it? Good point. That's quite well made. <laughs> that traditional genre what, of the rom com. Um, yeah, no, I really like when Harry Met Sally. But I wouldn't watch it for the love story. Oh, I would. I'd watch it for the, the comedy. Yeah. I would. I like that it's so kind of back and forth and mm. that they can't. You know, I don't like stories where it's it's just like paint by numbers. You know, so they kind of like go along with the same old thing. Right, and you can predict. Where, yeah, unless what's it's like happen. beautifully done or, mm. you know, whatever, which is fair enough. Like, I suppose in Casablanca, it's fairly straightforward until the end, mm-hmm. maybe, but it's yeah. not. It's quite heartbreaking as well. Yeah. But when Harry Met Sally, I like that it's kind of like they don't get on don't really and then they know. do and then yeah. they can't decide what their relationship is. Mm. And then, of course, the classic I love you because this, I love you because that, I love the way mm-hmm. you're whatever. Hair smells. Hair smells like tulips. <laughs> Love beautiful the way your tulips. face is like a moon. Oh, beautiful moon face. Are you talking about me right now? <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> Number five. <clears throat> Gone with the wind. Ah, what? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah yep. Shout. That's my victory. Shout when you like it. I'm just going to make noises when <laughs> I like something. Now that is a beautiful love story, story in yeah. that it isn't yeah. really traditionally romantic, nope. I suppose, and obviously doesn't work out in the end. Mm. Um, 
Oh, I love that film though. Mm. I was thinking about it the other day that what I really like about it is that they're both so imperfect. Yeah. And the kind of assholes as well. It's like Annie Hall a bit as well. Oh, really? Okay, so it's a similar thing. So you can't really... Well, I love Scarlett O'Hara, but probably for all the wrong reasons. No, I think you have to. You have to admire Scarlett. Yeah, she's a conflicted character. Very much so. But I really liked the relationship between them. Yeah. Like the power play as well, because for a lot of it, she has the power, Mm. which I suppose could be considered quite unusual for the time. But obviously at the end... Mm. It's different, mm. and she because she's scary. I mean, she's yeah. very scary, intimidating. Yeah, she lady, is, isn't and she? it's all sort of too little, too late. Yeah, yeah. In the end, which is a moral message. Moral for us message. All. Yeah, don't don't let love. I was going to see if there was a song there. Yeah, I don't think let love good go or something. Yeah, that will work. I shall don't be let... releasing that copyright. Don't let <laughs> okay. love go. Uh, number six, Brokeback Mountain. Oh my god! Which is what a actually, good choice. Yeah, that is that makes me cry every time. Oh, I hadn't even thought about that, you know, for this. Yeah. But that is what a love story. But how how oh, can makes you me watch cry that? thinking about it? When how he has, can you watch oh, it? When he has the shirt. she's in it, isn't she? Who is she in it? Who? What? She's the lady. Which? <laughs> what? <laughs> she's in it. Isn't she? Hathaway's in it. I'm sure she's in it. Is she? Is she not Jake Gyllenhaal's girlfriend in it? No, that's um. Oh, thingy bob. Really sure. I must have properly like just <laughs> erased that from my brain. <laughs> just blacked it out. So who is she in that? Oh Michelle Williams is in it, yeah. You're right. Yeah, I forgot the, she was see, I forgot she was in it. The wife. <laughs> yeah. Um But Anne Hathaway's in it she's as well. The, um... That's disgusting. <laughs> That's simply so mean on Valentine's Day. She's the um Who does she play? The Texan woman oh i'm doing i'm doing a texas hat sign with my hand what the fuck another classic case of her ruining a film that i love yeah, how has she ruined it if you can't even remember she's in it because i was obviously so traumatized by it at the time i thought i'm just gonna blank this out um, but no going back to the story no it is beautiful isn't it when he when he finds the shirt oh when he's god. kept the shirt oh my god he's kept the shirt i cried the first time i saw it i cried so much me too I watched it in the so, cinema so oh, no. and I was I sobbing my it. heart out. No, I don't either, but I couldn't mm, help it. I yeah. was absolutely gone. I was destroyed by mm, it. Yeah. When she was like, um, oh, what's the fa- what's the famous line there? You never even use that fishing bowl. <laughs> that one. That's not the that's not the sad <laughs> line, I just wanted to say it. My favourite line in um, it is um, I wish I knew how to quit oh, you. That's it, that's what I was thinking. I wish about. I knew how to quit you. And he says it's so such a terrible sadly. accent. But it is really sad. It's oh, like, oh god. Oh, so and we've powerful. all felt that. I think everyone's yeah. felt that. If you've ever been in love, like yeah. you just kind of yeah, you wish you knew how when you, Oh, it's a beautiful yeah. film. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> thanks for bringing that back no, into good. my life. Yeah, I we should watch it that. again. I just worry. I would I, definitely watch that again. I worry if I watched it again, I wouldn't like it as much. Mm, yeah, maybe preserve that perfect memory of it. Mm. But anyway, uh, number seven is West Side Story. Oh, okay. Which is actually yeah, fair, yeah that is pretty romantic, yeah, isn't it? That is romantic. I hadn't really thought it's about sort West Side like Story. Sort of like a modern Romeo Juliet. Yeah, obviously. Type story. So it's going to be romantic. Both, yeah. But um, also good songs. <laughs> yeah. 
Great review. Good, good, good songs. songs. <laughs> yeah. What's that? I feel pretty one. I like mm-hmm. that one. I sang that once from like my grade five. Oh, okay. Once upon a time, in the house. I sang that. I sang it for my exam, which makes me cringe and die a little bit inside to think of me, <laughs> aged eleven, like overweight. <laughs> Greasy head, good little girl oh. singing. I feel pretty. I'm so pretty. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful image. Yeah, there you go. Love that one. Um, the apartment is huh? number eight. What's the apartment? It's Billy Wilder film from the sixties. No idea. Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, I, I suppose it. it is pretty. Um. So I'm looking for romantic. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I put it again in like the kind of comedy, like more comedy. Mm. Like I think of it as more really funny. I don't think I don't know. Maybe I've just got a really kind of OTT idea of romance. No, I know what you mean. Like a lot of these, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch it for the love story. No, particularly that wouldn't be. Yeah, the big exactly. draw. I wouldn't be it like an it's epic very good love and very story. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, the apartment's great. You should, you should okay. check it out. I think that is on Netflix, actually. Ooh. I think that has popped well, up. Good, because Well, okay, right. So if you know. want OTT romance, yeah, number nine, me. do you want to have a guess? Titanic. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Did I write this? Yeah, list? I mean, obviously, you, you <laughs> did, did write it. Obviously, you did write it. No, yeah. I was just thinking about OTT right? That's got to be. be, isn't it? It's got to be Titanic. I oh, mean... I love Titanic. Yeah, my dad's girlfriend made us watch it. No, actually, she couldn't even bother to make us watch all of it at Christmas. She got to a point and she was like, oh, I can't watch any more of it. I actually think if I watched it now, I'd lose interest in it pretty yeah. quickly. But I watched it it's about 20 so times. Dark. Like, I, I remember was, like, watching 12. it. Yeah, I watched it at the cinema when I was 10. We got in. Yeah, Bad. same actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember being really horrified by it. Because yeah. the story is horrific. Oh, it's awful. And oh, the ending. So dark. My God. We did well. Yeah, I mean, we didn't get to the end. When I watched oh, it with course, my dad's right. girlfriend, because she turned it off. I think we got to the bit just before it splits in half. Yeah. Oh no. So then she, that she, at that point, she was like, "Oh, I can't watch anymore." <laughs> it's it's very powerful. Yeah. What I like the most about Titanic is that scene when he sketches her nude. Okay. Nude. I like that one, and I also like the one where she's in the car, in the steamy car. In the steamy car. I tried. To... Oh, I don't know if this is. What's that thing? Don't what know if this say? is a story for the podcast. Oh. For anyone who's listening and knows where I'm going with that story, you'll know why I can't now <laughs> tell it. <laughs> tell the rest of it. <laughs> Let's just move on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's psychotic, anyway. Um, Harold and Maud is number 10. Have What's you ever Harold seen Harold and Maud? No. Oh, it's such a brilliant film. What is it? It's What's about... Um, I'll read. Actually, I'll read there? their thing on here, because oh, they, cool, okay. they will explain it better than my inarticulateness <laughs> would. Um, meet Harold, a 19-year-old deaf obsessive who can't really seem to connect with women. But then Harold finds Maud, a 79-year-old woman for whom death is also on the mind, though for a very different reason. Harold and Maud is a black comedy about teenage lust and naivety that seriously underperformed at the box office but achieved a cult following later on. Oh. It's like... Is is Ronald Weasley in that? But the actor that plays Ronald Weasley? Yes, it's made in 1971. Oh, never mind. So, so no. I know what you're thinking of. You're thinking of driving lessons. Yeah, I'm thinking of him and an old woman. Yeah. Was that? I didn't know that was a love story. Judy Dench? No. 
Probably Could have not. Been. Just ignore that. But yeah, um, no, that's on Netflix, and I okay. really recommend that. Okay. Because that's really touching, Aww. and it is like it's it's a crazy love story. It's like really mad. So it's between a seventeen-year-old yeah. and, and yes, but in a kind of like really lost soul's way that oh, doesn't okay. freak you out. It's not right. kind of like exploiting that at all. Mm. It's like you genuinely believe that they were meant to meet each other because of Aww. the way they both approach life and how they kind of look after each other. That's and it's interesting. Because yeah. that is, if there is such thing as soulmates, mm, exactly, then it would be two yeah, people. It could happen. It yeah. could happen mm. That so there's a, there's a comedian who talks about this. Can't remember who it was. Sorry, that what that guy. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, he was saying if soulmates is a thing. How come your soulmate always lives in a twenty mile yeah. ra- radius yeah, of you? And absolutely. if soulmates is real, why is he not with some five year old Sri Lankan boy? <laughs> Whoa! <Well, laughs> okay. Went went somewhere else. <laughs> but it's sort of true, true, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that that's what this convenient. film this film does. It? But your soulmate's like down the road from <laughs> yeah, you. You I went mean, to the same uni or whatever. Or doesn't exist. Or you've yet to find uh, him or her. Yeah, it's nice. But yeah, um, it does it in a really like touching mad okay very kind of 70s and oh, 60s kind of way so interesting definitely recommend that one number 11 english patient oh, i've never seen it i think that'll probably be my mum's choice oh, okay for most romantic film yeah she loves english patient really yeah it's really long isn't it yeah <laughs> i sat through that many a time okay. with her um tell me a bit about it i mean so, i know what it's about but go on so it's like a nurse <laughs> in the war and she looks after a soldier who's injured. Then they fall in love. And then I can't remember what happens in the end. <laughs> Beautiful. Number 11. Really Number 12. You know? <laughs> Number 12. The Philadelphia story. Definitely. Which is, What's that about? It's, it's a, it's a, before you asked me if um, Daniel Radcliffe was in it, it was made in 1940. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but it's um, Jimmy Stewart, and I mean, any film uh. with Jimmy Stewart in is automatically the best film ever made. Right, I see. Um, how that works. I've never, I've heard of it, but I didn't know it was a romantic film. Not Philadelphia with Tom Hanks about oh. AIDS. Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking of, because I was also thinking, is it about... AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> I, know, I still not... want to rip spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it. No, <laughs> the story. Again, I'll read their descriptions. It'll be better than mine. Stuart for his big screen adaptation of this successful Broadway play. I don't know why that's the first line. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. It doesn't make any sense. Get it together, film four. Oh, well. A socialite's wedding plans are interrupted by the unexpected arrival of her ex-husband and handsome stranger. Ooh. A light-hearted story of love, lust and remarriage unfolds. Okay. Have you seen um, High Society? No. The musical. No. So that's like one of my mum's favourite films. And ah. she introduced that to me when I was a kid. And I absolutely love that film oh really but okay. that is the musical adaptation of the Philadelphia story oh watch that list. I love a good musical oh, it's Frank said, Sinatra Frank Sinatra and, and Bing Crosby Ooh. and Grace Kelly oh that sounds amazing it's I actually can't believe I haven't watched that already. It's so good. It's got some brilliant songs in it as well. Mm. One of my favourite songs in any musical ever, which Sing is... Sing me the song. <laughs> did you ever? I'm not singing it. <laughs> I'm not singing it. Go on. Iggy Pop did it with um, 
oh, someone. I want to hear your version. Nope. Not gonna happen. <laughs> I can't do it anyway because it's too like you know. You can't do. You can't bring the power into it. Yeah, it's too frank and thing. Yeah, jazzy. Jazzy. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, and um, like a bit of jazz. Oh, I won't remember his name because it's terrible. I actually didn't like jazz until Ryan Gosling explained it to me. (laughs) (laughs) And now I understand it and like it. it. (laughs) And now I'm like wicked. Um, No, definitely recommend both of them. Brilliant. Um, And then 13, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah. Which is like really romantic, I suppose. That is romantic. Well, it's also, it's a love story, isn't it? Yeah. And it's, yeah, yeah, actually. I mean, he gives up everything for her, isn't he? Yeah. And there, yeah, I suppose the love is also the family love as well. Yeah. And like community love, friendship. So much. Oh, yeah, that's a great film. So that's a Christmas film with Jimmy Stewart again if you haven't seen it definitely 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 watch it that was one of my highlights of Christmas yeah. actually going to see it's highlight of every Christmas for me is watching it's it it's a beautiful film it's so good um, Lost in Translation is 14 oh is you that... haven't seen that no I haven't we were talking about that the other day yeah we? Sophia Coppola with mm. uh, Bill Murray I haven't watched it for years but I did really enjoy it yeah so, again it's a Lost mm. Souls type story right People literally lost. I don't know what put me off about it because I like her. Maybe I don't like Bill Murray. Uh, Scarlett Hansen's in it. Oh, I don't like Yeah, Scarlett no, you don't Hansen. like her very much. How can you not like Bill Murray? I'm just trying to think I of will anything kick that you he's house. been in that I'd like. Everything he's, he's been he's in is in the amazing. Wes Anderson ones, isn't he? Yeah, but before Wes Anderson, he's in Ghostbusters. Oh, that's a great comment. Groundhog Day. Oh, okay. Really no, he is good in that. All right, take it back. You better fucking think of that. <laughs> uh, number 15, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is really yeah. romantic, again, but also horrible. Yeah, these are really interesting choices. Yeah. These are not what I would have expected to have been chosen. No, some of them are, but some of them I think, are a bit left field. Yeah, I think they're kind of like intellectual, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But then at the same time, you know, uh, there's some missing from this that I think mm-hmm. people would be outraged. Yeah, I'm already outraged because I'm thinking they've missed some of the ones that are. There's still time. Okay, okay, good. I mean, I think there's like 50. Hope they bring it back soon. We're only on number 15. Oh, wow, okay, we should get moving. (laughs) That's why I'm trying to get through them quick. Eternal Sunshine sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, It is a really fantastic film. Mm -hmm. And it really looks at love in a very interesting way. Yeah. So, but, you know, I wouldn't watch it. I suppose I should watch it on Valentine's Day. It's a singles film, isn't it, really? You're better True. off without memories. Uh, the Quiet Man is number 16, which I haven't seen. Don't know what it is. It's a John Wayne film. Okay. I have not seen that. Hmm. I haven't seen it, but I assume John Wayne is very manly in it. Yeah, let's just assume. That's what I'm going to assume. And it probably is very, yeah, a very hyper-masculine mm. kind of romance, which is fine. Um, Punch Drunk Love. Nope. Paul Thomas Anderson. I have seen that a long, long time ago. I love Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, and it's that Adam Sandler one, which is like the oh, one no. film that he did really well. Oh. So like, one it, film that it he saved did... him for a long time yeah. because he did this film and then he did everything that he's done afterwards. Um, but I, I can't remember. He's a whore for Hollywood. Ooh. <laughs> it's another romance story. That's nice, isn't it? But yeah, I don't know. The Postman Always Rings Twice is number 18, Ooh, which I have not seen. I feel like I might have seen that. Yeah. What's it about? 
Mm. It's a postman. Whichever adaptation you choose, whether it is Obsession, the 1943 Italian depiction, or Tay Garnett's 1946 version starring Lara Turner and John Garfield, or even James McCain's steamy pairing of Jack Nicholson and Jessica Lange in 1981, mm. it'll get the pulse positively racing. Wandering soul Frank starts an affair with the owner of a diner he works at, Desperate to leave her husband, the lovebirds plot a way out that enables her to keep her treasured restaurant, but things don't go exactly to plan. Yeah, I've watched one with Jessica Lange. Okay. Good. <laughs> Again, great review. No good songs, though. So. <laughs> good, but no good songs. Not uh, me. I, I don't know. I would watch it uh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Watch anything he's in. 19, Lady and Tramp. Oh. She's about dogs. We were talking about that, weren't we? Yeah. I was saying, I hope there's some animal ones yeah. that feature in this. Yeah. And Lady in the Tramp will be like, yeah. I mean, how romantic is that? I think oh, I am romantic. Yeah, I suppose it is that she falls in love he with saves like, her as well, the dirty old tramp. I haven't seen it for years because it really terrifies me, Lady in the Tramp. I find it really um, scary. I don't like those cats in it. The cats the, and the rat. You know, the rat gets in the baby's room and then yeah. they shut Lady in the basement and she Oh, it's out. horrible, isn't it? Horrible. And she's all freaking out. Yeah, that's like my whole childhood. I just remember Actually, watching it. Actually, it is a bit creepy. It's really creepy. And there's that song, that horrible song in it that used to really freak me out that she sings yeah, to the baby. Yeah, the baby to go one. To sleep. What's that? <gasps> la la loo. Oh my god, no, that la, makes la, me like. It's horrible, isn't oh, it? No. <laughs> right. So, no. Never mind. <laughs> Number 20. Best horror movies, yep. Greece. Oh, yeah, okay. Sandy and Danny. But, I mean, this day and age, everyone agrees that Greece is, like, the worst example of... Oh, yeah, of course, because he's sort of interested in her, but not really. But but then she puts, like, leather trousers on and is all sexy. You know, let me just tell you that if you don't have Olivia Newton's John's body (laughs) and you try and do that to seduce someone, (laughs) it doesn't work in the same way as it does. I can confirm that. I can confirm it. (laughs) Been there, tried it. High-waisted leather pants. Yeah. Putting all your tight bodycon stuff on and going outside. And trying to smoke a cigarette and stub it out sexily. You'll fall <laughs> Doesn't over. Doesn't always work out. You will fall over. Um, yeah, and there's like the abortion stuff. Oh, God, and yeah. And the beauty school dark. dropout. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's a great film. Dark. But oh, I love Grease, actually. Oh, okay, fine. I also, love, I also love a Grease mega mix. Oh, oh yeah. End of the night, the perfect end of the night song. Grease and Dirty Dancing Megamixes. Yeah. Brilliant. (laughs) Iris is number 21. I haven't seen Iris, I'm afraid. What's that one all about? Iris is a beautiful, no frills biography of writer Iris Murdoch, played by Kate Winslet and Judi Dench, and seen through the eyes of her husband, Bailey, Jim Broadbent, who won an Oscar for this role. Yeah, I have seen it. (laughs) Okay. Any good? Um, well, no, now I'm confused, because I thought, I feel like I have, because I watch everything from Kate Winslet in. Right. But I think I could be getting it confused in my head with The Scarlet Letter. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, that's not a love story, extremely though. extremely different. Yeah, that's they? not really a love story. Maybe I haven't <laughs> seen it. <laughs> um... I'm sure it's lovely. Sounds lovely. Uh, the story follows... Well, not lovely. <laughs> the story follows their loving relationship as the couple grow, grows older and the strain it suffers when she contracts Alzheimer's. Which is no. nothing like The Scarlet no, Letter, if no, I may just put that out there. So. <laughs> but I'm sure it's a fantastic film because it's great class and everything. Mm, um, that's one I will watch. But, but again, I mean, romance, I suppose, probably is romantic, maybe. 
Who knows? Number two, Garden State. Nope. I have no seen idea. that, but I honest to God remember nothing about it. It's one of those films that Welcome like my world. always pops up. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember it. I mean, I remember watching it. Right. But I remember having, like, no reaction to it just whatsoever. Neutral. Well, just that's completely like I... not a good sign, then, for the film. Yeah. But it's supposed to be, like, um, kind of capturing that 20s moment, isn't it? Okay. But maybe if I watched it now, I'd be like, oh, this speaks to me mm. at so many levels. Because that's 2004. Oh, so okay. I would have been however huh. old then. Yeah. Like 15 or something. Maybe, so maybe just fell into that dangerous neutral ground of mm. where you didn't love it and you didn't hate it. But I remember it being like Zach Braff's character is like this white bloke who moans about life. Okay. And if I watched it now, it would probably infuriate me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, maybe that's not what to watch now. <laughs> so maybe not. Um, Before Sunset is 23. Nope. Um, it's the trilogy know. with Ethan Hawke and I've forgotten her lovely name, Julie Delphi. Nope. Um... Okay, so before sunrise, before sunset, and before midnight, I think is the last one. Um, but they're supposed to be like some of the most romantic, beautiful oh. films ever. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Oh well, I'll definitely it. check that out. Yeah. Definitely check that out. Um, Tambien or Angel Mama oh, Two, yeah. which is we mentioned. We were talking about that, weren't we? Yeah, have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, you have. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I've seen all the films. Have you, can you not tell from this list that everyone are going, nope, don't it's know, quite, haven't quite heard a, of it? That's quite a steamy one, I think, isn't it's it? It's a little bit, well, you could have a steamy one, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I know, yeah. But then a lot of the other ones, except yeah. that bit in Titanic that you've reenacted, obviously. <laughs> they're, not, uh, they're not that steamy, are they? <laughs> that's quite a steamy one. Great no, film. No, I like uh, Well, uh, do I? I was thinking about this the other day. I find sex scenes in films very uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm half and half. It completely depends what's happening. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, that's, you know, loving and stuff. Mm. And the other times I'm like, oh, make it stop. Yeah. I just want to, like, I want them to do the fade out. You know when they do, like, the modest little fade out. I don't mind that so much. So sometimes I am a bit like... I'm one of those people I can't watch something and I know something's going to happen. I can't have to explain that really badly. I can't watch something like this. Gonna but you know, like, if somebody's about to do something and you're like, oh, no, oh, my God, yeah, no. Yeah. I do don't genuinely, do I can't back. watch it. Like, if stuff like yeah, that, I like sometimes cringe. get really like, oh, my God. But some sex scenes, I am a bit like, oh, I can't watch it. I don't no. want to know. The no, other same. ones, I get really like, oh, wow. Like, it's really it's like, um, did you did you ever watch the series Outlander no. on Amazon? They it was really good for ages, but then they did one episode yeah. where they just have sex the entire Ooh, episode. Write it down for me. But like honestly, you'll yeah. tire of it yeah, within about ten minutes. Yeah. You'll be like, "That's enough now." <laughs> yeah. Well, some get episodes of Game of Thrones are a bit like that. Yeah. Well, or Game I get of Thrones, a bit, a bit I got, like I got a bit upset in the last series. There's a few episodes where I'm like, okay, I've had a, there's been ten yeah. minutes where it's just been tits. Yeah, I got that's what I got upset about. Yeah, it's just it literally is, oh, it was just too it was too degrading to women yeah, in my opinion constantly. the last series. But um but yeah, so there you go. That's that's nice, yeah. isn't it? Um number what we on now? So that was when what were we on? Twenty five is Slumdog Millionaire. Oh okay. Which actually that's yeah, a great film. It's quite a romantic story, yeah, isn't it? That is a love story. Again, yeah. harrowing, but Yeah. But lovely. I'm quite, I'm quite liking this list. Yeah, it's, it's different. Like it's, yeah. it's not everything you'd like. It's not but I still think there's a few that you should have on here that aren't. Um, yeah, Slumdog Millionaire is a great film. 
Um, good old Dev Patel. We were talking about him the other day, weren't we? Saying, oh, will yeah. we ever get a role where he doesn't have to play said, someone yeah, from India? To my mum, yeah. I was like, <laughs> you, even you get lying. sick of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> we were just watching it thinking, ooh, that's a nice Australian accent. Oh, it's going to be a film about him based in Australia. Oh, no yeah. way. Get back to India. Right. Off you go. But yeah, he's a great actor, though. So, he is brilliant. You, know, you can give him a bit was... more than that. You could probably manage it. Great in skins. Oh, great in skins, eh? Yeah. It's 10 year anniversary of skins. No. Makes you feel old. Um, Wuthering Heights is number 26. Oh, I love... Do you know which one I like, though? I like the one with Tom Hardy that was on ITV. (laughs) So not a film. Like a three-part special. I don't know, this is 2011. Oh, maybe maybe it is a film, actually. Mm, Yeah, but I don't know... Maybe I just happened to see it on ITV. Any of the actors are in this one. Because that was with Tom Hardy and Charlotte Catherine... His now wife. Oh, that's terrible. I don't know her name. I don't know who it is anyway. Catherine Riley. Is that it? Is that somebody Maybe. else? I don't know. But okay, anyway, well done to um, both. That was the film that they fell in love on. Oh, that's nice. And actually, the acting in it is wow. Oh, is it hot? Because they're in wow. love as well. Yeah. yeah. But the acting's so good. Tom Hardy's so good oh, in that cool. film. I've never seen it. Because somebody was saying to me the other day, or when he was doing Taboo, mm. they were saying, oh, he's a serious actor. And I was like, no, no, no. He's always been a serious actor. Yeah. That's who he was originally. Because yeah. this is him when he was younger. One of the first things he ever acted in mm. was Wuthering Heights. Well, yeah, because um, like, I was talking about him weirdly to my friend the other day. He was saying, like, Bronson. Like yeah. People forget about Bronson. Oh, so, I've got a story about that. Okay. In celebrity story time. <laughs> yeah, which we'll just insert here. Bronson. Yeah. My um, not friend. How do Ooh. I know her? That's a good acquaintance. Enemy. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew her because through somebody else. Prison. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> Interesting. No, you said prison. Oh, because <laughs> her aunt was one of Bronson's many lovers. Oh. And she used to go and visit him in the prison all the time. Yeah. And she told her about her niece who was getting married. And so he said, oh, give me a photo of them. Like the niece and then her future husband. So the aunt brought in a photo of this girl and her fiancé at the time. And he painted a picture of them <laughs> and then get, sent it to them for their wedding day. <laughs> She's still got it. Yeah. Is it any good? It's all right. <laughs> she put it up, she hung it up yeah. in her house and then took it down because she thought this is really macabre. Oh, wow. But I would love that. Yeah. What's the good if he, can he paint me? <laughs> Shall I find we'll me just on? Send him a, no, just send the picture. Shall I? Yeah. Let's see if he paints me. i <laughs> picture. Send him a picture and see. <laughs> How mad is that, though? That is mad. <laughs> Is it like, a bad what story? Yeah. How do you know these people as well? There you go. I Sophie's have no celebrity corner. Than Jason Donovan. That's the only. That one. is a good one though. I like that one. Number twenty-seven is Working Girl. Oh okay. Yeah. I, I fucking love that film. Yeah, that is a good. One. I love that film so much. Um, it's, yeah. It is ridiculous, but it's great. So. This is reminding me of some great films actually. This yeah. list. It should just be a good film list. Okay, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. Uh, 28 is From Here to Eternity. Mm. I don't think I've seen, although I might have heard done. of it, don't think I've watched it. 
Based on the novel by James Jones, From Here to Eternity tells the story of four soldiers stationed in Hawaii prior to the Pearl Harbor attack and the women they meet. Bert mm. Lancaster, Deborah Kerr and crooner Frank Sinatra mm. take turns exploring love, competition, exploitation and infidelity. Wouldn't have that been a funnier description if they just put a full stop on take turns? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Dot dot dot. <laughs> Consensually. Consensually. If you put that in, in brackets. brackets. I think I might have seen that, I'm not sure. A long time ago. But yeah, um sure it's great. Sounds got a great cast. Sounds sexy. I just love it. Exploring love competition. Oh. Exploitation and infidelity. Right, okay. Oh wow. Yeah. And, and the old Yeah, the old nice walk in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> the unbearable lightness of being. He's number 29. I feel like I've seen That's that. That's Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that. And Juliette Binoche. Oh, yeah, nice that name. Was, that was great, oh, good great accent. Great <laughs> uh, I don't think I have seen it, I'll be honest. I feel like I'm, if it's Daniel Day, I've probably seen it. Mm. It's got a bit obsessed with him for a bit. Oh, really? <laughs> it's not like you? <laughs> or me? Oh, wait, are we saying Daniel Day-Lewis? That is what I said, yeah. Okay, good, because I just got... In my head, I thought you just said Daniel Day. And then Who's I was Daniel like, who Day? is Daniel Day? Oh, Why I'm... am I saying I'm obsessed with him? Who <laughs> Daniel Day is? Um, Never mind. Skilled <laughs> book-to-screen adapter Philip Kaufman directs Daniel Day-Lewis and Juliette Binoche in this in his adaptation of Milan Kundera's philosophical novel, Can't Speak. A Czech doctor called Tomas, living in 1960s Prague, has a monogamous relationship with a woman, but once more... He falls in love with a a waitress, a waitress, Teresa, but is shocked to discover there's some serious game playing at work. Yeah. Yeah, what? Seen it. (laughs) Any good? I liked it. (laughs) Romantic? Not that I thought, actually. I don't think it was a romantic story. Hard going. Maybe for a man. I don't think it was romantic for a woman. Controversial Mm. statement. Number 30, The African Queen, which is the Humphrey Bogart. Never seen Jim it. Houston one. Yeah. What's it about? <sighs> Post World War One. <laughs> Charlie Allnut, played by the legendary Humphrey Bogart, uses his boat to ferry supplies to East Africa. Whereabouts a... in East Africa? Doesn't say. <sighs> Calm down. When a reverend dies, he agrees to take his sister Rose, played by the equally re- legendary Catherine Hepburn, thank you for all these adjectives that we need, <laughs> along for the ride. However, tackling the Germans is a bigger adventure than either of, either of them anticipated, and the two unlikely companions are thrown together in the face of danger. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, definitely. But only if they specify where in Africa they're going. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure they do in the film. Well, they better That'd do. That'd be hilarious if they did. <laughs> just like, where are you East going? Africa. East Africa. But it happens Get all in. the time. Once you yeah, listen once out you for know. it, yeah, 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 you yeah. hear so many times people just referring to Africa. <laughs> oh, we're going yeah, to Africa. So. Well, it's like when well, Americans say Europe. So, yeah, it's exactly the same thing. Mm. It's like, but where? Where there? There's well, a lot of different places. Yeah. <laughs> number 31 and a fair to remember yep. well, I've never watched it because it's, I really it. don't think I'd like it so Nikki and Terry played oh. by Deborah Kerr and a very charming Cary Grant meet each other on a cruise and fall in love the only problem they're both engaged to different people 
Naughty, naughty. They vow to meet again six months later if they are single. Oh, yeah. But Nikki does the show. Yeah, Yeah, no, I have seen it. Oh, have you seen it? Yeah, I have seen it. And I thought it was really good, actually. Okay, every time I've looked at watching it, I'm just like, oh, I think I'd hate it. Yeah, see, I think it's not not what you'd expect. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Like, Carrie Grant, I find a weird one. Like, I really Mm. like him in some stuff. Yeah. But on other films, I really don't like him no. I really uh, controversially really don't like him <laughs> this could sound really awful in North by Northwest I don't like him in North by Northwest oh. but um, I really like him in Bringing Up Baby yeah so no one cares about this <laughs> uh, number 32 An American in Paris yes ah, okay yes yes anything with Gene Kelly for me oh yeah okay it's right it's romantic that, that, is really that freed romantic. me then because I was thinking it was the werewolf one <laughs> and I was like, wait, no. Oh, okay, so Jim Kelly one. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, God. Right, yeah, the one with Jim Kelly and not a werewolf. Okay, film. werewolf one's good. That also. is a really romantic film and yeah. it's lovely. There is great songs in it. I don't really remember it. Is that terrible? He's, sure a, he's it, an American really in Paris. Oh, and he goes to Paris. He's in Paris. Whoa. I'm trying to think of any of the songs. I can't remember. Sing them to me. No, I can't remember what they are. Oh. The one with the kids. Oh, I can't remember. That's terrible, that is. Yeah. But it's the one that they stole the dream sequence from at the end for La La Land. Oh, <laughs> La, yeah. La, La, La Land. Oh, you did tell me that. And mm. I was like, oh, I'll go watch it. Yeah, I don't think you've hmm. seen it. So maybe I haven't seen it then. I'm thinking of the werewolf one. <laughs> well, that seen. has all the werewolves in. <laughs> great, so. it's a great film. <laughs> Um, number 33 Beauty and the Beast yeah I was I think, hoping Beauty and the Beast would know what? be is in there actually really romantic it actually. is it is a the very more I romantic think about film it, the more I'm like that is actually a really romantic yeah. story isn't it and it's a good moral message yeah, as well it is well in some way don't kidnap people and put them in the cage yeah, okay maybe don't kidnap people and force them into loving you <laughs> yeah maybe don't you, do not that, that bit, but also you know if you meet a beast give him a chance yeah don't judge a book by his cover because he might become beautiful in the end to you it's anyway. hard though, isn't it because i guess the message of that is really difficult because he was mm. an asshole yeah he was horrible which is to why her. he's a beast so the he moral is don't her. be an asshole because right. you get turned into a beast but and if you are a beast you will meet the love of your life and then and that will turn you an into a non-asshole and cool. a beautiful person. Yeah, with blonde hair. Yeah. And blue eyes. Oh, still hope for me. Number three. <laughs> there is not hope for me. <laughs> Number three, four, Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, yeah. Which okay. is, yeah, I suppose that yeah, is romantic. Yeah, that's a classic. They're crazy, though, aren't they? Yep. But that is quite romantic, I suppose. Yeah. Don't I was thinking they throw about... plates at each other at one point. Probably. It's mm. quite meant. It's quite, like, crazy. Mm. Um, I was thinking about that, though, because I was thinking in terms of, like, different types of love not necessarily mm-hmm. romance but like um butch cassidy and sundance kid i mean that's yeah. like real that is a real love story like a real like a proper romance yeah isn't it? like really really yeah like thelma and louise yeah exactly like perfect yeah romance. really lovely love i mean lovely but sad yeah. number 35 dirty dancing okay did, i was wondering when dirty dancing was gonna get a did special mention yeah i find her so annoying that I can I can't oh. I can barely watch it these days. But really? I love it. I love the music. I love Swayze. Yeah. But I just find it now watching it now. I find it annoying. I find mm. her annoying. She's just so meek. Yeah, but I can't. 
Yeah, I get that, but I kind of like that she is this. She's like kind of like the new age, so it's supposed to be the fifties, isn't it? Is it fifties mm. or sixties? Um, fifties, yeah, I think. So she's like the new age of sort of people coming out of the fifties. Like teenager, yeah, yeah. And she's got all these ideas, and she like wants to save the world, and she's yeah. a bit of a feminist, like she wants to take care of call. Penny and stuff like yeah. that. But she's also a daddy's girl entirely, mm-hmm. and I find that really interesting. And then she kind of does all these great things for people at her own expense. Yeah, and she's true, like actually. she is the kind of unattractive one. Mm. I think and they make a lot of that, her, isn't there? Yeah, and, like, out of insecurity. Her and her sister. Yeah. yeah, and her sister's going down a completely different route. I think it's like really complex for what it is. Yeah, maybe it is actually. And um, I've thought about that. I just I can't see past Swayze. That's fair enough. And his powerful dance moves. Yeah, it's brilliant. Obviously it's really and it's really it. sexy and it's really like oh, that is sexy, that but is in a, a way that film. I like. Yeah, in a, in a way yeah. that is like fine, fine all, for you all to watch. women and some men like. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that it's great and the music's great and mm. oh yeah, I do love it. Yeah, I do as well. It's romantic. Right now, but I like that she kind of changes without completely changing. Yeah, true. And she doesn't give up everything for him. Yeah. And yeah. he has... I like... There's, like, certain moments in it where I think it's, it's just, like, he doesn't have... He's quite insecure. He's really insecure, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a big part of the film, is how insecure yeah, he definitely. is and how little he has. And it's sort of a perfect summer romance mm, as well. Yeah. Sort of a holiday romance. Yeah. But actually meaningful. Yeah, and it I changes think. the way that her dad mm. looks at that class yeah. of people. Yeah, true. And then her mum is just, oh, like, so time. wrapped up in, like, the kind of, like, yeah, you know, I love it because it makes me feel young sort of thing. So, mm. yeah, I think it's, yeah, great. 36, <laughs> The Shop Around the Corner, I haven't seen, but I know it's Jimmy Stewart and I would like to see it. Oh, it's just, it's a love story with Jimmy Stewart. Okay, right. So it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> but I haven't seen, yeah, I've never seen it. I've never seen it anywhere. Like No, I've not heard of that at all. Nev- I've heard of it, but I've never... Mm-hmm. Not on Netflix. Seen it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> not <laughs> not on Netflix. It's not on Netflix. It's just so. Well, I don't like to buy movies, as you well know. I know. So I it's do. not on Netflix. I'm I do it. like to buy movies. I would rent it, but I've never seen it anywhere. So. Mm. Number 37, Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, that is a good film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I do quite like that. Um, it made me think though about Seattle a little bit. That <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know where I'm going with okay, this. Yeah. You know, it's got like one of the highest suicide rates in Has the world it? in Seattle. Oh, I didn't know that. Why? It's so grey all the time. But then I thought, isn't it grey here all the time? That's weird. Yeah, probably so more than that. <laughs> probably got something more so now whenever i hear seattle i think about that Death. fact as opposed to the great film, film sleepless yeah. in seattle okay that's that great thank you very much <laughs> fun that. fact there for the valentine's day <laughs> special about suicide um Pordy and bess which i've never seen is number 38 that? but that's an auto premature film so it's probably amazing okay um in this George Gershwin composed opera set in the black community Ooh. of a North American fishing village in 1912. Bess attempts to run away from her boyfriend after he becomes wanted by the law. The only person person willing to love her is is the crippled Porgy, but will mm. the rest of the village approve? Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and it also promises it'll be amazing, but I've huh. never seen it. No, so, neither. And again, it doesn't it doesn't sound very romantic, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, Ninochka is number 39, which is uh, Greta Garbo. Ooh. 
a comedy about three Soviet emissaries sent to hold a large jewellery sale in Paris. A count trying to retrieve jewellery belonging to a Russian duchess corrupts the emissaries and Nanichka is sent in a special envoy to go through with the sale and return home with the three Russians. Rather inconveniently, the count and Ninochka fall in love. This is... um. <laughs> I've watched the modern version oh, is there of this. A modern one? Um, oh my god, it's trash. What is it? What is it? It's with um, oh, the one with the boobs. <laughs> and oh, could be anyone. oh, the one from Alien. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver's in it with the one with the boobs. <laughs> the literally anyone. She's not been in. She oh, when did this? Sh- she was on this shit. Like I'm going to say, Lifetime series about being working in a massage parlour and being a prostitute. Um but it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> serious. <laughs> I don't know idea. Oh this no. oh what's it called? It's called like Heartbreakers or something like oh, that. Oh Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's who I'm thinking of. Who I've reduced down to, to boobs. the boobs. That's really awful terrible of me, of oh, me. Yeah, sorry okay. Jennifer Love I can't Hewitt. remember I have seen that but I don't know what it's like, about I'm pretty is sure that, that is like the modern remake mm, Heartbreakers okay. actually I've seen that film twice so I must have liked it okay yeah I think I've seen it. I don't remember hating it but I don't remember yeah. what it's about at all I just remember it just sounds Bridget, very similar number 40 <laughs> right A Streetcar Named Desire Okay. Which I guess is romantic, but What's it's the also love story there? it's also well it's it is kind of, but it's absolutely harrowing. Yeah. So that huh. one is tough mm. for me. Maybe you would if maybe if you wanted to be all romantic and watch a nice romantic movie with your other half or someone you love. It's a great, great, great story. Would you watch that? But Probably it's not. not. I mean, yeah. Mm. I mean I guess it is, I don't know. But yeah, whoa. Um, the Graduate is number forty one. Oh yeah, great film. Yeah, great film. Love that. Love the end of that film. Yeah, and yeah, that is romantic, really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Although what I like is the look in their eyes oh. at the end, where oh. they're both like, "What have we just done?" <laughs> Instant <laughs> and regret. I feel like that's all like all relationships Three, two, after one. a while. <laughs> Instant regret. Uh, number forty two, My Fair Lady. Oh okay. Well, mm. I mean, yeah, maybe. Interesting one. I don't. There's a. There's quite a bit I don't like about that. Yeah. In that he like takes her in, doesn't he, yeah. and teaches her how to be, how to be a lady, a lady. Oh, okay. and then she becomes a lady, and then they and fall in love, etc., etc., and they're good enough to be in a relationship with, just like she's all that. <laughs> Best film ever made. Best up. romantic film ever. Best message in yeah. the film. Yeah, I feel the same. I'm not sure about that one. Mm. Um, Gigi. Have you ever seen Gigi? Because I find about? Gigi very creepy, personally. What, what's it? Um, adapted like it. from the novella by French novelist Colette. Gigi is... I have to say Gigi because that's what they say in the okay. film. And I, that <laughs> oh, you no, hear like it all it. the time. It's like, Gigi! Uh, is the love story of a young Parisian girl in training as a courtesan and the older oh. wealthy man who falls in love with her. Oh, okay. Simplicity... Simplistic... Simplistically. Oh, what's that word? Simplistically. Simplistically. Oh, simplistically. Yeah. Simplistically. Oh, whatever. Powerful. It's hard not to get swept up in the romance. Gigi won nine Oscars. Oh, wow. That marked Whoa. the subs- subsequent decline of worthy film musicals. It's true, like, that was, like, mm. the last musical. 
I've never seen that either. That's it's a really interesting film, but it's, that, it's got that myself. song in it. Thank heaven for oh, little, little girls. girls. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's a creepy song. Yeah, the whole film I found really creepy. Ooh. But it's beautiful. It's Vince Minnelli, so it's a beautiful, so, gorgeous film. What's going to be next? Lolita? <laughs> no, I haven't seen the next one. <laughs> 44 Marty. Yep, I don't I know what that is. That. Ernest Borgnine stars as Marty in this screen, big screen adaptation. Oh, God, of Paddy... K, I can't say it. Kfsky's TV mm-hmm. drama. Really sure. apologise. Um, unmarried and in his mid thirties, Marty has resigned himself to being a bachelor until he meets schoolteacher Clara at a ballroom dance. Mm-hmm. Against the wishes of his mother and friends, Marty pursues her for what he hopes is a happily ever after. Okay. It's nineteen fifty-five. I haven't seen there's it. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of golden oldies, isn't there? Yeah, but there should list? be because we were saying, do yeah. you not think romance is better in those days? Yeah, it's a golden age. Not like isn't it's it? better and bring it back and better than now. Not like do that. I'm just saying <laughs> that you know, I think there was more because women would all they wanted was supposedly all they right. wanted was to be swept off their feet. Yeah, men Lots actually had to do that a lot. Physically sweeping but now women want a bit feet. more than that. Mm. So now men it's are less worried to make a about doing it. Maybe. Right, this one, forty-five vertigo. Right, <laughs> okay. <sighs> I mean, yeah, they're in love, but it's Wait, really, what? really fucking mental and creepy. What's tell? Remind me what that is. I'm sure I've seen it. Hitchcock throws a bit of love oh, into of the course, mix in one of yeah. his more surprising thrillers. James Stewart is Scotty, a private invest. I love that James Stewart has been in like four. A private investigator hired to follow a friend's wife, Madeline, Kim Nogan, right. to discover yeah. why she's been acting strangely. Scotty and Madeline become friends and then apparently lovers, but Scotty is distraught when she appears to commit suicide in front of him. But there's twists ahead for the lovelorn detective. I mean mm. he is in love with her, but it's so weird. And, and then when you find out at the end, like everything, when he does all the things to her at the yeah. end. I don't think that's a romantic story, personally. That's, that's not a romantic no. relationship I'd want to be in. I agree with you on that one. 46 is Adam, okay. which I have seen, hardly that? remember, but do remember thinking, oh, that's really touching. Oh, okay. Um, right. So it's Hugh, Hugh Dancy rose to the challenge in Max Miller's film about a man with Asperger's syndrome who falls mm-hmm. in love. Adam's life is punctuated by a painstaking daily routine, which falls by the wayside after he meets Beth Rose Byron. Uh, conflicted by his desire to pursue his new feelings and his need to return to normality Adam embarks on an intense and often frustrating relationship that soon blooms into love Oh. But I didn't. I didn't know much about Asperger's like. then, right? So I don't know how I feel watching yeah, now. Like if I feel it's like, appropriate um, or not. That film I told you about with the guy with autism and the maths. Oh, I've seen that X, X and Y. X, yeah, X yeah. and Y. I it's thought really that was good. brilliant. It's a really good film. Really yeah. liked that. Um, but yeah, I do remember thinking it's really touching, but I don't know how I feel mm. right now. 47 is Last Tango in Paris, but considering everything that's happened recently, I think we're just going to ignore that one. Yeah. Everything's been in the news about it. Wait, what? They, oh. they raped her, basically. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I so not just. That. I'm not even, we're not even going to talk oh. about it. But, um, so we're going to pretend... Well, not pretend that film doesn't exist because it happened to her and it's, it's horrific. Co- I thought it was controversial anyway. It is, yeah. Everything. I don't think romantic story. Yeah, yeah. but also they, they oh, supposedly no. didn't tell her what was going to happen to her. What? Mm. And she but, That's disgusting. But what's really... Well, like we've ended up talking about it, but what's really horrific is that she spiralled into depression and died. So, oh, my God. Like They might say that it's justified oh. for the art, but it isn't. A, it isn't, and B, you 
possibly ru- possibly ruin that mm. woman's life. You don't know. So. So not romantic. Forty eight ghost. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're making the clay. The ghost is the like on the pottery wheel, so weird, and there's though, the bad, really bad CGI. Yeah, and Whoopi Goldberg. Terrible end. I love well. Whoopi Goldberg, but not as good. Well, good at, but him just CGIing up into heaven is hilarious. It's true. I remember. It's really true. I mean, I guess it is romantic. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think that'll probably be a lot of, on a lot of people's lists. Yeah. Okay. It? But, yeah. um, 49 500 days of summer aha so that's, that's the one I watched game. last night yeah I told you to, so we, we both made a pact that you would watch 500 days of summer mm. if I if I watched the notebook which yeah, we both did forced you into that one so what did you think of 500 days of summer um, I liked it I wouldn't put it in my top 50 actually that's quite a lot <laughs> it's it's a word, a lot, actually yeah. I liked the beginning didn't like the middle really liked the end yeah, I, do I thought the ending was it. brilliant and it's completely different as well yeah. and not you can't predict it no I really love 500 Days I liked the twist as well at mm. the end I thought brilliant ending yeah I think it's really good uh, and then number 50 is Roxanne <laughs> okay I just don't understand that either isn't that a prostitute no one oh no. that's the song that's Roxanne. the song yeah they <laughs> <laughs> haven't thrown a song in oh they put the, good the most romantic no, song Roxanne in the world is, Roxanne is um, Steve Martin's daft but decent modernisation of Edmund Rostand's French play stars Martin as Char- Charlie Bales a fire chief with a complex about his large nose have you okay. seen this? No. <laughs> You'd remember if yeah. He falls for Roxanne, played for played by Daryl Hannah, but she's in love with another fireman. Unable to express his love for her in any other way, Charlie helps the fireman write letters to Roxanne, but it isn't long before Roxanne finds out the truth. Just that's not the one. So the again, like fooling a woman into loving yeah, you. Yeah, but it's also not. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. It's a, it's a Steve yeah. Martin comedy. Like there's been some high points on this list, and there's been some low points. Let's talk quickly about ones things that are should there be there and things that should be on there. Oh, well, how about the love book? The love book. <laughs> the notebook. The notebook, yeah. What did you think of that? Um, yeah, I said I like I didn't hate it. I have spent I was worried you would hate it. I've never watched it because I just assumed I'd hate it. Yeah. Um, so I've avoided it like the plague, but I didn't hate it. I thought Rachel McAdams was brilliant, and yeah. I thought her female character was really good, like really complex. Mm. Reminded me a lot of me that one time when I was in a relationship and like how you go from like re- like her laugh and her like she's so full of life mm. and then like when they fight and when she's so, angry so passionate yeah and I was like that yeah. yeah and that's what I hated about myself being in a relationship mm. but I thought she was really good at that um yeah she is brilliant actually yeah in it I, I don't always it. like her no um, fair enough yeah. but she is a good female romantic yeah lead, i thought she I was good but i just thought it was She's nice it was quite complex she wasn't this kind of one-sided or yeah. two-sided even female and character. their relationship is complex as yeah. well i think he's I less liked. complex oh no i agree they haven't that. given him as much to go on i feel like he has written how a woman would want him would to want be. him absolutely to be. absolutely like we're talking about 50 shades of gray yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't feel convincing as a man no nope. <laughs> at times nope. but 
you built a dream house. Yeah, because so. we asked some people that we know what they would say. Mm. I got one the notebook back. So did you yeah. get one? I did. Well, my friend said uh, either the notebook or Notting Hill. And then immediately, mm. one minute after, yeah. but no, definitely the notebook. <laughs> in all caps, he built a dream house. Yeah. <laughs> so Which is very That was conclusive. Um, I don't get how you didn't see the ending. I thought it was obvious immediately. I don't know if I, yeah, I'd, I'm trying to remember the first time I watched it because I watched it so many yeah. times. <laughs> Seen it a thousand times. But the ending really got me. I mean, I think I knew maybe halfway through yeah. that obviously that's Noah. Yeah, talk, oh, I immediately, through. must be. But I didn't know straight away. Oh, and then the realisation of it was like, yeah. oh. And it felt, oh, just thinking about it now makes me want to cry. To I mean, uh, I'll quickly say spoilers here. So just like skip a bit if you don't want to know what happens at the end of the note. But I said to you that um, they're in the bed together at the end. And she says, can our love take us anywhere or something? And he mm-hmm. says, yeah, I think it can. And I turned to my cat because I was looking for the next film I was going to watch at that point. So I was <laughs> yeah. like, this is going to be done in a minute. And I turned to the cat and I just went, oh, do you think that means a suicide pact? Found the film and was like, oh, it does mean <laughs> suicide Look back at the screen. <laughs> oh, they're dead, right. <laughs> so that is the level of my uh, romantic... Oh, I cry my eyes out of that bit, though. I didn't at all, but I think it was just because I wasn't that invested in it. But that's mm. probably because of all my preconceptions. That's my own yeah, fault. Yeah, diff- it is that difficult is my own because fault it's so, it is really talked about, isn't it? And yeah. it's one of those films that people expect women to like as well, which is another yeah. thing that annoys me sometimes. I'd be like, didn't... oh, what, what, what are you going to say, fake film is The Notebook? But actually, yeah. it's a great Well, no, that's fine. I think if right. I didn't know anything about it and I'd watched it yeah. and I really loved it, but mm. I just. Those kind of st- I I need like I don't know I don't know what I need really help. <laughs> you need a bit of I don't know. Sometimes a happy ending isn't always. Or oh, I not don't a like happy, happy ending. Endings. It's not always the most fulfilling like because it. actually, if what what I liked about the Five Hundred Days of Summer mm. was it wasn't all tied up neatly no, in a nice but that's little what bow I love about at it. the end. It's real, and that was like oh okay, maybe he didn't get the job. Yeah, maybe he never sees her again. You don't know, but there's a hope there, the and I think that yeah, hope yeah, is absolutely. what's beautiful. I got a P.S. I Love You back, which I've never seen. Oh, that's oh, that's a good film. Okay, I've heard that's a lot a good about choice. that as well. Yeah. yeah, that's a real weepy though. Yeah, I've heard that too. That's it. Yeah, that's a pull at you. Okay, tug at your heartstrings um, type film, but that is really good actually, and some brilliant acting as well. And what else did you? Um, get? so I got um. What did I get? Uh, while you were sleeping, <laughs> a surprise choice by one of my friends. <laughs> Little surprising choice there. Um, in the office, we got like water for chocolate. Yeah, which I haven't seen. Which but... I haven't seen either, but looked it in. It sounds amazing, mm. so I probably will. Um, up close and personal as oh, well yeah. was another one. And then, and then I said mine would have been about time. Yeah. All gone with the wind, but went for about time. So yeah, spoken about that's an interesting one. About time, but I'm surprised that wasn't in the list actually. Well, am I? Because it's all sort I've of got. I've got a list of things I think are missing. Okay. Um, my friend actually said Shrek, which I did think yeah, about, and that is point. a really good one. Is that it? actually is a better moral message than and it is Beauty and the real, Beast like, as well? Isn't nice it? love story. Yeah, um, and mine is singing in the rain. I think. Oh, yeah. Like Casablanca is definitely up there. Yeah, if no, I had to pick one, I'd just pick Singing in the Rain because I just film. love that film so much. I think it is really romantic. Mm. Um, then I, yeah, so I watched Say Anything after I watched The Notebook last oh, night. Yeah. So I've the, not heard of Say Anything. Oh, Say Anything's brilliant. It's an eighties Cameron Crowe. Okay. So one of his first ones. So Cameron mm. Crowe did Jerry Maguire. 
Um, yeah. And he's like brilliant at love stories. And it's an 80s one with John Cusack. Um, mm. And it's about, but it's brilliant because it's quite funny. It's John got a Cusack. lot of different like love stories in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but his character's really famous. And I, his character, Lloyd Dobler, he's like every girl or boy, depending on your sexual preference, deserves their first boyfriend to be Lloyd Dobler. <laughs> and that's why it's so lovely to watch. But there's also okay. all these other people who, like, in love or not in love. And, mm-hmm. like, there's one girl played by Lily Taylor who's obsessed with this guy called Joe. Yeah. And every, her ball is just this Joe is everywhere and she's written 65 songs about Joe and, like, <laughs> the whole thing. It's just brilliant. It's really good. Um, but it's that kind of high school love story. Oh, but without the high good. school... Which is okay. even better. It's so set it's in the summer. And it's yeah, cliches. and it's not cliches at okay. all. So I have to check that out. Then. I thought Crazy Stupid Love should be in there. Oh, that's a good choice. I really like that film because yeah. I think it's, I think it's one of Ryan Gosling's best roles. And yeah, he's brilliant in it. I think him and Emma Stone are great in it, and yeah. that kind of love story actually is really nice. Mm-hmm. And then also Steve Carell is is great, and his kind Always of transition. And I like that that film. film is what usually you see happen to women. Mm-hmm. so it's usually the woman who's heartbroken and she right. has a makeover and she goes out and <laughs> yeah. suddenly she's really attractive but in this film it's Steve Carell and yeah. he, he goes out he gets dressed you know he gets this mm. kind of life coach oh yeah I've forgotten about that and film. that is quite That's romantic really, that is a good one that is a good one um, what if I really like I don't know if you've seen that it's no. um, Daniel Radcliffe and Zoe Kazan oh and I love Zoe Kazan oh that's really she's about. fabulous um, and Adam Driver from Girls mm. is in it as well or Kylo Ren, depending on Wait, is that... what you watch. Oh, no, okay. This... No, I thought that was the one where he turns into... No, that's the film Lucifer, when he turns into the devil. <laughs> no, it's not that, I guess not that one. Um, that is a love story, though, also. I don't think it's called, is it called Lucifer. Oh, I don't know. Probably <laughs> it's not. Horns. Horns. That's, that's it. it. It's a terrible um, film, by the way. I didn't, I didn't like it either. Oh, I didn't so watch bad. all of it. So it bad, me too. Yeah, terrible. Um, but Sorry. yeah, no, 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 that's, that's a good one. It's a more modern one. That was only a few years ago. Mm. Um, but it's like, okay. it's a sweet... Okay silly love story in that they're friends and they obviously he really mm. likes her and are they going to get together but it's just quite kooky and fun yeah. in a kind of harmless way um well i like ones like that that's yeah. a bit sort of silly and yeah it is sweet the, at the same it is a bit time. too sweet probably I but i love Zoe kazan anything she reminded me of a good a really recent film um oh, <laughs> oh god something like eric no, it's like three teenage teenagers, two teenage boys, one teenage girl, and she gets cancer. Oh, me, Earl, and the dying girl. That's it. Yeah, I haven't seen that. That's brilliant. Is film. it really good? Really okay, good, cool. and some good love stories. Okay, um, Umbrellas of Cherbourg. Nope. That, that is one of the greatest love stories of all time, hmm, without question. It. It's a French film from '64. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just a good one. Just gen- generally, probably right. should be in the top three. It's huh. heartbreaking. Yeah. Beautiful. And mm. yeah, should be in there. Amelie. Oh, Amelie's a good one. And that's a proper. That is a proper love story. And Chocolat. Yeah, I guess Chocolat is, yeah, yeah. as well. It's Although, you know, Johnny, Je- Johnny Depp fatigue. Of course, yeah. You have to be aware of I feel like we were in the right place for him then, though. Oh, yeah. That was he like, was doing he was great new, then. he was fresh, yeah. he wasn't, he wasn't new then. He wasn't <laughs> new, but yeah, it was, you know, he wasn't a dick. Uh, brief encounter. Yeah, we spoke about this. About that. good, I mean, yeah, I know it's old, but it's still it's a goodie. It's a good one. It's a proper one. A royal affair. Have you seen that? 
Yes, I have seen it. Is that the what she's married to the king and then there's like a what is he? Like a oh, oh like an av- just advisor a, or something. A god. Uh, it's like so sexy. It's so sexy. It's Mads Mickelson, who yeah. I do think is one of the sexiest that men is alive. Really he film. really is. And Alicia Vikander. Yeah, who I also really She's like. She's brilliant. But it's such a great love story and it's really Ooh, sexy. That's and it's fantastic. Me. Um talking about her testament of youth. Which plays Vera Britton. Oh, I've seen that. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful film. That. Yeah. And a beautiful love story. Yeah. Well. Um yeah, and then I was trying to think proper out the box. Yeah. Uh, what about My Girl? Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that's a love story. Because that's like a real... Lo- Saves that's it a from real the tearjerker, isn't it? Yeah. Because they're in love. I know they're kids. Yeah. No, that's a beautiful choice. Yeah. Aww. But yeah, no, I think A Royal Affair, Say Anything, and Umbrellas of Cherbourg, I would say. Mm. Definitely. Definitely up there. I feel like we're missing so many. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard, but I'm talking about romance stories, and I think some of those yeah. in that list I would happily, like Roxanne, <laughs> definitely take and out even and Ghost. replace with something even else. Ghost. Because mm. I think I don't know. ones that people might talk about is um, <laughs> yes. John Fault in Our Stars. Mm, yeah. that people, I, they love that. I personally didn't like I know that that's going to be controversial no I've only read the I book didn't I haven't enjoyed the, the film. film and thought it was really disrespectful to the memory of Anne Frank oh when they go have you oh you haven't seen, I've read the book it? I've read the book right is the book good because I haven't read the book but I've watched oh, the film I don't even remember okay <laughs> I read it and I because I bought it I didn't realize that it was young adult fiction um, nothing wrong with young adult fiction at all and some of it's fantastic but I thought it was kind of a more adult approach to it Mm. rather than it being like oh I really fancy him type yeah. writing yeah there's definitely a sort of because I knew nothing I didn't even know who it was by I just bought it and then took it home right. and I was like oh that's just something about it that just felt really off to me and yeah. I don't know why yeah yeah I don't that wasn't I feel like people would say though that that would be yeah I suppose so I think there's like you say there's plenty but... there's so many yeah. there's so many when we actually think about it sit down and think about good love stories <laughs> well thank you anyway oh um one more yeah that <laughs> This was. Uh, let me end uh, this. Yeah. I bet you can probably guess whose choice this was. Wedding Crashers. Is <laughs> that, that Bradley? Might have been. Good old Bradley. Yep. Wedding there crashes. you go. Wedding Crashers. Yeah. What a beautiful romantic love story. <laughs> Thanks, Bradley. Um, so, the last thing we're going to do for episode 10 is we thought, you know, Valentine's Day special, so we've just spent your whole life talking about all the 50 films there and more. <laughs> um, what is romance, etc. Um, and uh, we came up with the idea of writing a letter to someone that we love and a love that we have expressed on the podcast before, <laughs> so it's not entirely out of context for anybody listening. But rather than write it ourselves, we would write it on behalf of the other person. So, Fifi, if you would... Do you want to start? Um, I feel like I misunderstood the brief of this. Oh. So was I meant to write this... <laughs> from you no oh okay good no 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 right. like, my, like, this, oh, like my single friend dot com yeah so I'm like, like selling stolen you that. your love interest <laughs> which of course for anyone who's a regular listener is Elon Musk right, yeah. so here is my love letter give him a Elon break <laughs> yeah go on. dearest Musk I'm writing you today on urgent business 
I didn't want you hearing this from anyone else, so I wanted to be the first one to tell you about my mate Ferg, a.k.a. your future wife. <laughs> oh, God. I know you've had a wife in the past, and you're in a relationship with a younger, blonder, skinnier version of wife number one. <laughs> but I think we both know you'll soon tire of the same make and model, so why not do an upgrade <laughs> and let me steer you towards a woman with better features and more going on under the hood? Bracket car references (laughs) my mate ferg as well as being a woman who looks good in any hair color has many of the attributes you need in a partner these are as follows this is a list (laughs) great cook particularly of thai curries nice smile and good and strong teeth a playful attitude and supportive mum who incidentally is also a brilliant baker honesty (laughs) and generosity of spirit a sense of dread and foreboding <laughs> bubbling quietly, brackets, not always quietly, beneath the surface. Loyalty and sensible vengeance, brackets, e.g. would kill someone who killed a cat deliberately, close brackets. Looks like Sarah from Labyrinth. Intelligent and funny, but more importantly, will challenge you, which, if you don't mind me saying, you're in desperate need of. <laughs> Interior design talent. Oh. Shared interest in technology and the future. Good arms. Would be willing to continue the trend of writing a fiction book, like Wife Number One and Current Girlfriend, but will likely be about murder or the supernatural and also well written. Please get your people to ask my people for her number. (laughs) Maybe when you call her for the first time, also send her a picture of you holding a picture of her attached so she knows it's really you and not someone I paid to call her and pretend to be you mm-hmm. for the lols mm-hmm. lots of love your future friend-in-law Fifi P.S. don't judge her based solely on the photo of attached she'd had a bit of a traumatic time in Singapore and hadn't had much sleep when it was taken <laughs> oh I would fucking love for you to do that can you imagine that would be amazing oh I love that you are oh, you're really nice about me there most, yeah. mostly. mostly mostly nice I'm, I'm not I'm sure so about things I thought you think was funny as well good arms <laughs> you have the nicest arms <laughs> I was thinking about things I liked about you and I've often thought it what great arms you have really yeah well done oh, your thanks. arms groom yourself I a bit know, I don't know about that I really like them you could wear a vest top <laughs> around me anytime <laughs> anytime you want day or night <laughs> There you go. Right, okay. Well, thank you. I'm very touched in my heart. So I haven't awesome. gone about it the same way <laughs> oh, no. as you, you have. I hope you've actually sold me, though, properly to her. Like, she's going to reply. Well, I am going to send this. Okay. We are, we're going to send them, right? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> okay, so obviously I've written mine to Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Don't get your face. <laughs> what? Dear Amelia Fox, how are you? You don't know me, but I am a common girl from the south of England who makes a podcast called I Haven't Seen It But with my friend and colleague, Fifi. I've quickly learned that making a podcast with another lady gives you a unique insight into their psyche. And as Fifi has peeked into mine, sorry Fifi, I have seen hers and I can tell you that her psyche has pictures of you all over the walls and a giant shrine of your attractive face. 
Fifi is a friend of mine now, but I feel like the right thing to do would be to introduce you to her and sacrifice my happiness so she can spend the rest of her life doing things with you, such as berating the use of segues. You may find this strange, but I have Googled you and I have discovered many facts from your foolproof Wikipedia page that indicate you absolutely should spend the rest of your life with Fifi. Mm. Your full name is Amelia Rose Elizabeth Fox. Fifi also has two middle names in order to solicitate further attention. Your grandmother's name was Hilda, and this is one of Fifi's pointless middle names. You were married to the guy who played Lane Price on Mad Men. Fifi has seen Mad Men. You are a patron of the environmental and human rights charity, the Environmental Justice Foundation. Fifi is a vegetarian and has a go at me when I forget to recycle tin cans. Fifi is impressed by your dress sense, though it's not my sort of thing, but I have thought it would be nice for you to have someone to give your clothes to when you don't want them anymore. Fifi is a big fan of true crime podcasts, films and TV shows, which is basically what you do, so maybe she could write some cool episodes of Silent Witness for you as well. However, Wikipedia also said that you gave up alcohol a while ago, but I'll assume that's incorrect, as I'm sure you were in an advert for gin with that TV dude last year or something. I think you and Fifi would have a great life together and possibly be like Felicity Kendall and Pam Ferris, that's the lady who was in Children of Men that Fifi didn't like, acting out real life Rosemary and Time, solving crimes in a sleepy part of Oxford and living in a little cottage where you cook breakfast together and finish each other's sentences. Oh no, don't worry about me, I'll make another friend. Or maybe you have a friend you don't need anymore and could pass on to me. According to an article in the Mirror from October 2016, you spoke in support of your, quote, close friend Idris Elba, end quote. I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about Idris Elba and mostly just think of him as Stringer in The Wire. Side note, best TV show of all time, but I understand why Silent Witness is popular. Anyway, if you think Fifi would be a good replacement for Idris, then tell me, tell him to message me on Facebook and maybe we can sort something out. Alternatively, we could both start a girl, ba- a girl gang and I'll team up with Anne Hathaway and we can dance fight West Side Story style, but we can discuss this at a later date. Ultimately, Fifi is a great friend. She's like the Primark of friends. Yeah, you can buy a really beautiful handmade coat from an expensive retailer that will last you so long that you can be buried in it. But why would you do that when you can go to Primark and buy a whole new wardrobe for the same price? (laughs) Fifi has a great sense of humour, loves animals more than people, enjoys both indoor and outdoor pursuits, enjoys a cheese board, possibly more than the average person, is intimidatingly beautiful, is overly friendly when you first meet her, but is also like a human onion with many savage layers. She has strong opinions about lots of things, but is stupid enough to do things you don't. She, she, you want to do without complaint, even though she doesn't really want to do them. You couldn't really find a better friend, and I probably won't, so I hope you appreciate her every day by sending her memes through Instagram like I do. Good luck to you both. I wish you all the best for the future. Ferg. Oh, Ferg. That brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> that's it. That was beautiful. But also, I think me and Idris are going to be well cool hanging out. I can't believe that's a mate. Oh, she's so According cool. According to the mirror. She's so cool. Did she's you learn cool some things about her there? I can't believe one of her middle names. No, her grandma's, grandma's name is Hilda. Because I'm named after. One of my middle names is after my great aunt, which is basically the same thing as a grandma. Right, yeah, true. So, yeah. And now I know she's friends with Idris Elba as well. Oh, I want to be in her life so badly. (laughs) 
not more. Hopefully she's listening to this. Amelia, don't be freaked out. It's all good. I don't... I'm, I, I'm, I can't even talk. <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs> Just thinking about me and her in that cottage, frankly. Solving crimes. Oh, and that'll be, cooking breakfast. that'll be so good. I do think that's what would happen. I'd come round visit you and you'd be like, I'd be like, sorry, discussing and something me and Dr. Nikki Alexander are on a kitchen. You have right like now. a severed foot in your kitchen that you're like dissecting. Yeah, doing something with. I'm actually not very squeamish, so I think that'll be fine. Perfect. <laughs> Sounds good. What do you think about um, a rival girl gang with me and Anne Hathaway? Um, well, no. I was going to say, I'll kill you. But then I was like, no, because then I'd have to kill you. Yeah, but don't, don't you think it would be you? funny to have two rivals? I wouldn't ever look in her direction. And even if you came to like my birthday or something with her, I'll just pretend she wasn't there. Like Whoa. I pretended she wasn't in Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> yeah, like you just completely just ignore the fact she's in Brokeback Mountain. Just going to like pretend she's an invisible person and I can't see her. And right. when she talks to me, I wouldn't ever talk back. Well, I won't do that then. But, okay. Uh, thank you very much for lovely letters. I'm really mad. So I'm just going to wrap this up. But we've just been listening to Fifi get slightly agitated about something that she read in the Guardian about um, Dr. Nikki Alexander. They absolutely <laughs> slated her, yeah. and it's not okay. <laughs> You're so angry about it. I'm really, I'm like, I'm not okay about it. I want to comment on the article. I'm going to comment in anger. <laughs> Basically, they said that she wasn't emotional. Yeah. And she was cold and emotional. Have they even seen Silent Witness? Did they see the episode where she took that immigrant in? Yeah. And she looked after her. I mean, and she I puts herself them, yeah. in danger mm. every single episode yeah. for somebody else. Yeah. And as I was saying to you, wouldn't it be more of a cliche? They were saying how it was cliche, this cold, emotionless pathologist. Wouldn't it be more of a cliche if she was a love interest? Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> you know, but what I'd say is just don't get as emotional about okay. it. Maybe there's more <laughs> things I could focus yeah. my time and energy on. Yeah. But Maybe Elon Musk is getting it too, isn't he? Yeah, that's true. And just oh, that's wanted they have in put common. out there that I, at the moment, I do agree with him that you can't I have I have stopped my obsession I've written a letter to him now which will obviously that will start things again yeah, <laughs> but um, fuel to I, have, I have not paid any attention to anything he's doing but obviously he's getting a lot of stuff from people because mm. he's in he's an advisor to Trump but I do it's really tough because it must suck a being an advisor to Trump and b you don't want to be associated with him but I do yeah. agree that like if it's not him it's going to be some nutcase extremist. Right. Yeah, who... you've got to be in it to make a difference. So he's kind you? of, yeah, in a weird way, as long as he doesn't agree with this stuff, it's like mm. quite a big sacrifice to make. Definitely. To actually he's like stay. ruining his reputation. He is. He in is. And ways. he's trying to fight it a little bit. Yeah. But he's also, yeah. And if that's the truth, I think that's really like commendable. Yeah. If, if, it's if, the if truth. that is why he's However, doing it, we'll, if he's we putting his own sort of personal image aside. Yeah. To and try I and really, really think that's I, I back a pretty incredible thing to do. Um yeah. and it must be really, I can't imagine being a fucking advisor to Trump either, can you? Imagine Especially that. if you were you just, just like listening to him like all the time, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Everything he'd say would be like, no And he's an immigrant stupid. as well. Obviously. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So 
you know. Well, everyone in America is. Well, they? yeah, but he's, you know, supposedly more of an immigrant than right, all these okay. people. on the immigrant scale. Anyway, <laughs> we should end it now because we've been talking for like 50 million years. This is going to be the longest <laughs> one so far. But why not end it on the long one? End it on Yeah, this one. is a tr- and also testament of our love for you, the listeners, that, <laughs> that we've we would given talk you extra content so about things that you really care about, not All things we care about. Nothing to do with that. We are not interested. We haven't done a self indulgent <laughs> love letter that you want. No, no, no. I'm getting electrocuted by my uh, headphones, Ooh, which is well, that's a good way to end it. Um, electrocuted to death. But yeah, no, thank you for listening to um, the 10 episodes we have created lovingly. Um, we are going to come back, I think. Yep. Good, okay, for a better check, in case you're like, nope. Um, no, but we're just going to take a little break and have a think about some things and then come back mm-hmm. with season two. Stronger than ever. Stronger than ever, yeah. I insert back any cliche you like there. Back with a bang. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I must love dogs. <laughs> I must love dogs. Um, yeah, so you can still get in contact with us at IHSIB on Instagram and Twitter or IHSIB podcast at gmail.com. We'll still be around, so say hello if you want to. Um, but other than that, we'll see you soon, season two. And we're going to go and celebrate drink wine. <laughs>